We meet today in Proverbs chapter 9. Proverbs chapter 9 considers the college of wisdom and the school of the foolish woman. We have now come to the place where wisdom has opened a school. The young man is enrolled into the school of wisdom and we are thankful for that. Everything is prepared and we are able to look into this school. The school bell is about to ring. Here is Proverbs 9, verse 1 to verse 5. Wisdom has built her house. She has held out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine I have mixed. Wisdom has built her house. She has held out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also finished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine I have mixed. Like I said, wisdom has built a college. She has built a house. This is the college of wisdom. Note that there are also seven pillars. Those seven pillars represent to me completeness, not perfection. The school offers a complete education all the way through to the graduate course and even to the PhD degree, if you like. Let's not minimize here the importance of a good education. There are some who like to point out that the Lord Jesus Christ chose for his disciples twelve men who were not educated men. That is not so true, my friend. As far as the education of the apostles is concerned, anyone who spent three years with the Lord Jesus Christ was an educated person. Having spent three years with Jesus Christ, that was a serious school. They learned a lot from the greatest teacher the world has ever known. And of course, the Apostle Paul was well educated in the schools of his day. No one would say that he was an ignorant man, yet he still needed to learn under the feet of Jesus Christ. So let us remember that wisdom is the Lord Jesus Christ who invites us to his school. Remember when Jesus even invited people, he said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn from me. You see, we learn from him the wisdom of God. He is inviting us to learn from his college. I'm afraid that so many people have attained high degrees in different institutions of learning in the world, but they have not been able to learn from the greatest teacher the world has ever seen. 
Who have you learned from? And sometimes we also note people and recognize certain people because of the school they have learned. We can tell that this person has been to such such a school by the way they do their things. And many people who claim to be disciples of Jesus Christ don't look like they have learned from him. Maybe they have the other teacher and the other teacher will actually talk about them, the other college. But the invitation here is coming. Come to the college of wisdom and learn from Christ. Jesus Christ can give you a complete education. And I am not undermining the value of learning in all other institutions. While they have value, but they will never outweigh the complete education that you can have from Christ Jesus. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine and she also has finished her table. You see, now it's time to come to school and start feasting on the courses that have been prepared, you see. Christ has a complete menu for us to feast, to learn. He provides everything. He says, why do you spend your money on things that do not satisfy? Come. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. What a picture is given here. May I remind you that we have the same invitation in this age. A wedding feast has been prepared and the invitations go out to all the invited guests saying that all things are now ready. Many of the guests decline the invitation. Then the servants go out into the highways and the byways with the invitation to the wedding feast. This is recorded in Matthew 22 verse 1 to verse 14. It is also interesting that wisdom must go out into the highways and byways to invite people to come in. And then we are told we are to go out on the highways and byways with the message to the lost world. God so loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Our message today is God is reconciled to you, my friend. Now you be reconciled to God. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. In our day, the word of God is probably going out more than it has ever in the history of the world. The invitation is going out to the ends of the earth to come to the school of wisdom, that is, to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I like it even now as I speak with you, my friend, gently but assuredly, strongly, firmly, I want to let you know that Christ is inviting you. Come to my school of wisdom. Forsake foolishness and live. And go in the way of understanding. Proverbs 9 verse 6. There are those who will not hear. They are the scoffers or the scorners. There is no use wasting your time with them. In practically every church you will find a little group that will resist the word of God. Are we to keep on giving the word to them? I think no. 
The Lord Jesus said not to cast our pearls before swine. Now notice the next three verses. Some Bible expositors think that they do not belong here, that they have been inserted. But, my friend, this is exactly where they belong. Listen to them. Proverbs 9, verse 7 to verse 9. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer lest he hurt you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. Oh, yes. Scoffers love to dish out abusive scorn on those who aim at doing what is right. But when corrected themselves, they can't take it in, and they even turn especially unfriendly. And so the advice is, don't waste your time. Correction or reproof is wasted upon a scoffer because the more shallow and foolish a person is, the less willing he is to listen to the wise and to the godly counsel. Oh yeah, while other people will be listening to the word that we share even on this program, there are others who are saying, why are you spending your time? You are telling us things that are useless. And of course, this message is intended for the wise who will continue to increase learning. This is also intended for people who are coming and the correction and the rebuke for the wise who will continue to be wise. On the other hand, the wise are eager and glad to receive knowledge and understanding and to profit from correction and rebuke. What kind of a person are you? If you give the word of God to some people, they will actually hurt you for it. This is a pattern that has been true down through the ages. If there is someone who does not like me for sharing God's word, you are not the first one, my friend. There are people who are so shallow, who are so empty and ignorant that they will not receive the word of God. Yet they will do it in the claim of being educated, in the claim of being smart. In our day, we hear about the man who is even liberal in theology and how broad-minded he is. Did you know that it is the broad-minded liberal who has put religion even out of some schools on this continent and even throughout the world? They will call the fundamental people bigots. I would like to know who is the real bigot. Frankly, I don't mind evolution being taught in our schools or any other fields. But if they will also permit me to teach the Bible alongside it. But the broad-minded liberals will not allow that. Regardless of the degrees they hold, they are still ignorant. They have narrow minds when they are not willing for the word of God to be taught. The general rule is that the less a man knows, the more he thinks he knows. I have never met a liberal yet who didn't think he was a very smart cookie. He thought he knew and understood it all, yet he doesn't understand. The more a man really knows, the more he will recognize his ignorance and his limitations. In fact, David would continue to pray, teach me your ways. O oh Lord, 
Even Solomon, the wisest man, continued to talk. Teach me, Lord. He continued to realize how he lacked in understanding. One of the truly great preachers used it to say, The more I study the Bible, the more I recognize how ignorant I am of it. My friend, you cannot study the Bible without realizing how ignorant you are of it. This has been also my experience. The more I go through the word of God, the more I feel humble and feel I don't know it a lot. However, the scoffer or the scorner has no interest in learning the word of God. You waste your time by giving it to him. Give it to the willing. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Proverbs 9 verse 10 Perhaps you are saying, we have heard this verse before. Yes, when the little fellow was in the home, the first lesson that he was taught was the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 1 verse 7 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now this fellow has entered the college of life and the college of wisdom. He is in his freshman year of the University of Understanding. And this is the first lesson he begins with. You see, it was foundational. It continues to be there throughout. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. That is where we all start, my friend. If you haven't started here, you haven't started. A man is a fool, which is what this book will say. A man is a fool to live without God in this world. In our society, modern society, we are so concerned with safety. Safety on the highways, safety in the home, security in old age. We carry insurance policies for all these things and we make sure our premiums are paid up. That is the wise thing to do. But my brother, my sister, what about eternity? Are you making any plans? Do you have insurance for that? Oh, how foolish it is to live this life without God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourselves, and if you scoff, you will bear it alone. Proverbs 9, verse 11 to verse 12. If you want to be smart, my friend, then make preparation for your soul for eternity. If you are going to be a scoffer and ridicule all these things, well, you are coming up for judgment. That may sound crude or as if I am intimidating you, but somebody ought to say it, my friend. You are on your way to hell. That is the reality. And if you scoff, you will bear it alone. If you are determined to go on in your own way, you will be the loser. That is what the word of God is saying. You will have to bear it upon your own self. Alone you bear it. Your blood will be upon you. At least I have shared the message with you. 
I have cleaned, I have washed my hands. Your blood will not be held upon me. Now we move on to the school of the foolish woman. We have been talking about the school of wisdom or the college of wisdom. We now move on to the other opposite, the school of the foolish woman. Wisdom cancels complete separation from the scoffer. Wisdom also cancels complete separation from the foolish woman. The man who would embrace wisdom must abstain from both the scoffer and the foolish woman. She is like wisdom. She has a house. She, like wisdom, is particularly interested in the simple youth. She sits at her door and sends out messages to all who pass by. The primary emphasis here is on the nature of the invitation that she extends. Wisdom invites men as a teacher, while the foolish woman invites men as a lover, wishing to use them for her own personal pleasure. Those who heed wisdom's plea are led into life, while those who accept the invitation of the foolish woman to partake of her water and bread are led to death. Her house is the very vegetable of Sheol, the very throat of hell, which when entered leads one irresistibly down into hell. Did you ever notice? Wisdom goes out to the people. Foolishness sits and people go to where foolishness is. Proverbs 9 verse 13. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing. A foolish woman here is one devoid of all knowledge. Clamorous describes her passion-controlled life. And the word simple indicates that she has no moral fiber to resist temptation. Please notice that foolishness runs a school also. There are a lot of those schools around today, and there are many people who go into schools of foolishness. Which school are you attending, my friend? You are either attending the school of wisdom or the school of foolishness. Proverbs 9 verse 14, For she sits at the door of her house, on a seat by the highest places of the city. You see, here she doesn't have to go out on the highways and byways to invite people in. They come to her. Thousands are going to schools like this. Here is Proverbs 9, verse 15 to verse 18. To call to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And as for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. Very interesting here. A statement used, stolen water. This refers to an adulterous act. In the Garden of Eden, Eve had to be convinced by the tempter that the sweetness of the desired but forbidden true fruit 
could be retained if the fruit was stolen. Some in today's generation are persuaded that only stolen fruit can be sweet. Oh, how many so-called wise men have turned in there and found a tragic end. It was Lord Byron who wrote towards the end of a life of debauchery. He said, My days are in the yellow leaf. The flowers and the fruits of love are gone. The worm, the canker, and the grief are mine alone. You see, this Byron had everything this world can offer. He had good looks, genius, fame, wealth, and yet he said, The worm, the canker, and the grief are mine alone. That is what the school of the foolish woman did for him. That is it. You see, the foolish woman will always tell you and convince you that God has shortchanged you. When you are created beautifully, they will tell you you are not beautifully created. When God has even designed that he has given you a suitable helpmate, the enemy will come and distort that truth and say the other one is a better one. That is the school of the foolish woman. It is said of a famous movie star of California who had been married to several of the beauties of the world during his life. He committed suicide and when he died, he left a note that had these words, I am bored with life. How could he be bored with life? But that's how tragic the school of the foolish woman leads everyone who attends it. May I say to you, my friend, foolishness still runs a college and there is a long waiting list of those who clamor to enter. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. My friend, you are in the valley of decision today. Choose which college to attend every day, the college of wisdom or the college of foolishness. You can have copies of the notes and outlines used for these Living Word for Africa programs so you can follow them as you listen. For your copies, please send a WhatsApp message or SMS to plus two seven seven two six four one four four seven five. Please say which book of the Bible you want them for and be sure to include your name and contact information. I'll repeat that number for you. It's country code two seven followed by 7264144475. From within South Africa, it's 072-641-4475.